Welcome to the Apparel Entrepreneurship Podcast. We are your hosts, Anna and Klaus Christensen, founders of Apparel Entrepreneurship, your go-to source for running and growing a successful, meaningful apparel brand. Each episode will give you hands-on tactics and practical strategies about everything apparel entrepreneurship. You'll also hear inspiring conversation with apparel industry experts and entrepreneurs about their tips and journeys in this fast-paced industry. So today it's about getting ready. It's uh, questions to ask yourself and learn how to discover what products you should launch with. So today we're going to walk through a range of questions. It's all about your mindset to see if you're prepared and also how you can prepare yourself better to run a clothing brand. So the first one to consider is, do you have what it takes? Do you have passion, determination, and ambition? All days are not great. They're not. I mean, some days you're on top and some days you're a bit, you know, on the downside. So, but if you don't have that passion and determination, it's going to be really tough to get through all those days. And also it's a marathon running a clothing brand. It takes a while. When you get started, I mean, the minimum I would say is about six months, Mm -hmm. but typically it can take even longer. Mm -hmm. So you really have to have that focus. You have to be driven. It's going to be a while where you can't see that direct income. You can't see it on your bottom line that you're earning money. So you have to have that belief in yourself. And, And when you have the passion, you really really like what you're doing and you you have an idea that you believe in it's going to be so much easier to run the brand and if you don't have the have the passion for what you're actually doing maybe you should look in other areas what you're actually more passionate about Mm -hmm. and the thing with uh determination and ambition of course i mean maybe you don't have determination that's fine it's something you can learn everything is a skill and your passion it can be i mean where everybody's talking and all the coaches are talking about passion and we're talking about passion as well but passion doesn't necessarily have anything to do with your grit with your perseverance with you really really wanting this a passion is really good to have of course but if you're feeling that in when it when it comes to these three things that you're like yeah determination i do have that but at the same time i'm a procrastinator with a big p then you know what your your negative sides are and you know what to work on so it's not we're not saying that oh do you have passion determination ambition we don't want you to be like yeah high five ah yes that's me we just want we just want you to think about these things and here with all the questions because this is these are the type of questions that we're going to ask you we don't want you to be like yeah high five it's me if it's you that's fine but if it's not we just want you to think this is what the entire purpose is with this with all these questions today and also we want you to Put yourself in the bigger picture in what you're trying to create. And of course, you are not good at everything. You're not great at everything that's involved in running a business. But that's why we're going to ask you these questions. Because when you sit and think and actually put down on paper, this is what I'm good at. This is what I'm not really good at. My passion. Yeah, I do have a passion, but I'm kind of like a super procrastinator. Then I need to work on that. At least you know what you need to work on and you know what to improve. And the thing is with everything that we're going to ask you today, the everything that matters is that you make baby steps moving in some direction, even if it's backwards. 
that's at least one direction. And that's at least that you're moving, that you're taking some sort of an action. And you cannot get confidence until you're actually moving. You can't just sit on your ass and dream and you're like, yeah, I have confidence. You, that's not happening. Confidence is correlated with beliefs and beliefs are correlated with with making some steps in any direction, but changing small, small things into habits, into how you do things, into improving, into trying new things. So that's what today is about. We want you to think you don't have to be super, yeah, hey, high five. Uh, of course, that's great. But today is for you to think and to really like take your ego aside and just if, let's say if you would be, if you would see yourself from an outside perspective, what would you say about that? Maybe that's a good analogy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So question number three, do you take action when you have an idea or are you just a dreamer? Does decision-making come quick and easy to you? If you're just a dreamer, that's phenomenal. If you're not an action taker, that's okay too. But again, like I'm at, in our duo classes, the, he's on it. He's the project manager. He's the like the numbers guy. He's the doer. I'm like, oh, we should have do this. I've got all these ideas. And he's like, okay, let's schedule it. What's your priority with all these crazy ideas that you're having? So if you're not a doer, let's say if you're a dreamer, then get on with someone that is a doer. We had a client that came to us a while back. And the first thing he told us what, was that he had what we call in Sweden a letter combination. He has a diagnosis, what do you call it? A, a diagnose? Yeah, for, diagnose, yeah. So he know he had this like issue. Like HDHD, I think it was called. Or something. Yeah. Yeah, or ADD, one ADD, of these. Yeah. But anyway, he told us that he could not really plan. He was not an action taker. Mm -hmm. He could not do this by himself. He had all these great ideas. He, was, he had this perfect creative all, mind. Yes, but he was also conscious about what he was not good at. So then he could get help on that side. And then it you know, was no issue for him moving forward. So mm -hmm. this is just about know, knowing who you are. And if you know you're just this dreamer and this starter, then you might, you know, want to team up with a finisher. And also when it comes to this, maybe you are the dreamer, then you need an accountability partner or you need a coach or you need someone or community that can have your 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 back and be like, have you done this by this date? Tomorrow's the date. Are you on it? At least you know what type of person and how you work because this is going to be crucial for you because if you don't know how you are in this situation, it will be very hard for you to plan. And also it will be very hard for you to move forward. Because if you know that, shit, I'm really not, a, I need some accountability, then get that ASAP. Because an accountability partner or a coach can really kick your ass and make you do stuff. And that's what it's all about. It doesn't matter if it's a friend or your mom or your uncle or a coach or an accountability community, whatever. The most important thing is that you actually get shit done. That's it. That's what this whole thing is about. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> yes. So this is an interesting one. How will starting a brand affect your family and friends? And this can be about both money and time. 
but it can also be a bit about emotions and some families can be some relatives have ideas of what you should be doing it should be maybe you are the one of the main providers for your yeah. family so how will this affect you, that and also time you might have been spending a lot of time with family and friends and now starting a brand that might change that so just start in your head how will this affect them and how can you kind of prevent that this becomes an issue and also when it comes to your spouse to your partner are they on board with this idea if they are because not everybody has a supportive spouse or if maybe some people have super supportive spouses but they need to understand what it will mean you now especially after this challenge you will have some sort of an idea what it's going to take for you to do this so it will be much easier for you to talk to them it will be much easier to 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 explain to them this is what i will need 2 hours per day to do this will you support me will you take the kids for those two hours or i will wake up at five o'clock every morning so i can work one and a half hour on this dream before you and the kids wake up or before you wake up or before we go to work or whatever and then you need to be okay with this the spouse might be like yeah but i can sleep when you wake up they need to be on board with this or go sleep in some other room you know what it and it's not just about the sleeping and the waking up it's also about having the spouse or the family or whatever, your friends or whatever, be like, okay, let's say with your friends, you might have a friend that's really good with photography and you're discussing this with them and they're like, I'd, I'd love to support you with that. Maybe another friend is really good with writing text and, and, and captions for your social. Maybe they will be able to support you with that. Another one is maybe really good with graphics. At least they will know what it takes. And another thing that's crucial is the here, especially when it comes to your family and your closest friends, you will, for sure here that's a really stupid idea it's gonna cost you a lot of money there's so many brands out there why are you gonna do this you are not good enough yada 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 we know because we've heard it and if these people are in your closest network if you could just kind of take a step away from that or be like i'm doing this with your permission or without your permission this is what's going to take either you want to support me in this direction or if not we'll see you in a couple of months in a half in half a year or in a year when i've done this and it's fine because many people are really afraid of the person that you're going to become because this trip that you're gonna that you're embarking on it's gonna it's going to change you as a person. You're not just going to be the guy or the girl that starts. You're going to be the entrepreneur that's actually done shit. You're going to be that person that they have not dared to become. So it's bigger than just like, yeah, mom, do you want to support me? Or, hey, honey, or babe, I'm doing this. You want to, you know, like, this is what it's going to take. Do you want to get on board? Or what do you think? Of course, you should ask them. But you have to, at the same time, be prepared that you might hear some negativity, that you might hear. And what's most important here is that you're 
not ignoring that you're hearing and you're kind of acknowledging their their decision and that you're stand, standing your ground and saying, this is where I want to go. This is my journey. Do you want to be on this journey with me? Awesome. Big hug. If not, I'll do this anyways. And I'll see you when I'm when I'm getting there. I just read this book about this woman and once a year. She was reviewing all her relationships, close ones. And then for all of those who were not supporting her and giving her positive energy, she was just scrapping from the close <laughs> relationship list, basically. So that's food for thought. That's kind of, it's kind of heavy to just like scrap friends. I mean, we've done it <laughs> because sometimes it can be the negativity can be just draining. And you as a person, you will grow. Everybody's going through phases. Everybody's going through the different season. If your season is in the growth season, if you're like, I'm going to become this completely new person, I'm going to become the entrepreneur that follows their dreams, that takes action, that wants to go for what they are passionate about and what they, you know, that what they have in their heart. Maybe the people around you, they don't have that. And of course, they're afraid. And question number five. This one's also quite important. Are you okay to work by yourself or do you need a partner? I know for sure, like for me, I, I, it, I, we would not, I would not have had the three businesses that we have without Klaus. That's, I can say that straight up. And the same goes for me, but without Anna though. <laughs> <laughs> And so it's the same. Some people are like, I don't care. I want to do this by myself. I don't want to involve anybody else because it's going to be a hassle. It's going to be, you know, I need to compromise, yada, yada, yada. That's fine. Or you like us, for example, you're like, I'm really good at certain things, but I really want to have a bouncing wall. I would need to have a person that I can, what's, what's spot out when you like boxing, you want someone to like box back. I don't I know what that's going to I also had a sweeter, maybe <laughs> We can get some help. Uh, so if you want someone that's kind of like going to challenge you with, with ideas, with questions, with things you're doing. So literally what's going to happen is that you're kind of put two brains together and, and times that 10. But you need to understand this by yourself, of, of, of yourself. But so, this is also about the time. Uh -huh. Are you okay with spending time alone? Maybe you're used uh -huh. to sitting in a working environment where there are plenty of people around and you like that. And if we're, I, I know, I mean, maybe you've seen this yourself or you have friends or colleagues that are experiencing this during this COVID situation when they're working at home. Uh -huh. Some people are really struggling with this, sitting by themselves. So they're really longing on getting back into an office uh -huh. where they have an environment of people to chat with. Uh -huh. So is this something that's going to, be difficult for you. And I mean, one solution, if that's your issue, I mean, there are in most places, there work, you know, these co-working spaces. Mm -hmm. That could be an option. It's mm -hmm. great. You can meet other entrepreneurs in there, but you can still work on your business by yourself. Mm -hmm. And question number six. How will you handle financial insecurity? This might be a big difference from you if you're coming from an employment and you're starting your own business. You're used to having this uh, check coming every month. And now it's kind of different. Since it's a long runway of starting up your brand, it's going to be, a, hopefully you have a good plan. So you know it's going to come in in a, in a few months or in a year. But just how will you handle this time until it comes in? 
How are, are you mentally prepared that you might not see that check every month and you're depending on your own kind of skills of marketing and selling your products? And also when it comes to financial insecurity, of course you can start this as a side gig you can or as a side project many do that and of course it's very smart to do that to kind of keep your day job or whatever you want to do or keep a or have a like 50 percent job or something and then do this at the side until it kicks off because as i mean th that we did that as well with our first yeah we started breath. i think both of us had uh, full-time jobs and then one of us worked at 50 and mm -hmm. then we shifted so we, we did that in the beginning just to make sure we had that financial security because the, the, that's something that we mm -hmm. prefer but on the downside of doing that is that takes all the time mm -hmm. from you where when you could have spent that time working on your business it's all a balance and we've had uh coaching clients that saved up money to do this they knew like in two years i want to launch this thing and so they actually saved so they could do it and again this is something that you've kind of tying back to the family situation uh, and and friends this is also that you have to talk to them about because it will cost you to launch a brand it will uh, be it will take some time before you might get that back and so are they okay with it are you okay with it how much of course at the end of it and later you'll be able to somewhat calculate on how much it's going to take to start but it's it it, it is a, I, I i shouldn't say it's a gamble but it will cost you money and well how will you handle that and where will you get the money from Question number seven. Where will you work on your brand and business? Where will you set up your space? And this is kind of important because uh, it's we're talking about physical space and we're talking about uh, getting in the zone. We want you to work because everybody's got 24 hours a day. We want you to work efficiently. We want you to work effectively. We want you to, whenever you sit in front of your computer or whatever you're doing for your business, we want you to maximize and optimize that. So it's important and studies have shown this, that it is important to have a physical space. It might be just a corner of your house or it might be your... Uh, even one on the top of one bureau in your in your your um uh what's it called sovereign bedroom bedroom whatever wherever you that needs to be just make sure that you're having your things there that you're having your tape measure that you might have your swatches all your things prepared so you don't have to run around the house like a mad person and try to find everything and also when you sit in front of your computer you might have your mood board on the wall you might have your why put up the wall you might see the swatches you might have them the, the mock-up you might have the sketches. This is going to keep you motivated. So having a physical space, if it means you renting a small place somewhere else, do that. Again, whatever works for you, but it's important. So create a physical space in your wherever you want, in your house or somewhere outside. And if you haven't been in this industry before, a tip is that, of course, when you start out, you can do most of your things on just a computer, but over time, 
you will need some space because all the, the material samples and all your prototypes, those will add up. So typically over time, you will have more clothes at home, more boxes that you need to put somewhere. So if you have some space at home or in a garage or somewhere they can put it, that's a good thing to think of ahead. And also when it comes to product development, I mean, it's products. You're not just going to sit and look at a screen. You're going to work with products. Your samples, when they come home, when they come arrive back to you, you need to measure them. You need to fit them. You need to, you know, wash them, put them. You need to work with them. You might have three, four, five, I don't know, 20 different samples and sizes and colors and material testing. That it's all going to take space and also you want to have everything organized again you want to get going whenever in the morning you're coming to your space you want to be up and running you don't want to just be like oh shoot where did i put my sample oh bang where's my pantone colors or where did i put my tape measure you want to get going asap so physical space is crucial question number eight do you have the experience needed? What are you good at and what are you not good at? I think we touched on this yesterday, but this has to do with just being honest and knowing what, what you can do and where you need help. It's not, even if you can do everything, I don't think you're as efficient and effective in all tasks you're doing. You're probably better at some certain areas. And then that's where you should spend your time if you want to run your business efficiently. So then you can look at just what am I good at? What I like doing? And what am I struggling with? What, what task, when I put them on my table, is really taking a long time because I don't like doing them. Those are the ones that you can look at getting help for. Mm -hmm. And of course, you can educate yourself. And we actually recommend you to try to at least understand the basics of everything involved in running an apparel brand, even in design, even in tech packing, even in materials you need, or figuring out your, your numbers and all the finances, even in the website making. If you understand it, at least you know what to look for when you outsource it. Or you will know if someone's bullshitting you. Or you will know if someone's really good at what they're saying they want to pitch you. You will know if a designer's really skilled because you know what it takes. You will understand what it means to sketch. You will understand what it means to have a tech pack. You So you will know the difference in good and bad. And also you'll be able to to see if someone's sending you a quote for like five times the amount of time. And you're like, dude, I, as a shitty, you know, illustrator person, even I can do this in a half amount the time that you're quoting me. So it's good to learn the basics and at least to understand the basics. And then we come to question number nine. Do you have an interest in the field you want to position your brand in? This is actually pretty important. And here we're going to kind of phase into, you know, that today was about try, um, learning about what type of product you want to launch in, or at least with what type of segment, product segment you're going to launch with. We're, we're phasing into that area now with the questions. So, for example, if you're a biker yourself, and you know that you have not found any good biking jackets 
then you know that you have an itch to scratch for yourself. You, you've looked in the market, you know that I can do something much better here. You, at least you know how that jacket is going to fit. At least you know that it needs reflective on it. And at least you know that it's going to need to have longer sleeves because your arms are stretched out. You know that the back needs to be longer because you need, it needs to have pockets so you can stuff stuff in there when you're on the bike. You will know all these things because you have an interest in the field that you want to position your brand in. And it's important, maybe you do have an interest, maybe you don't, but then if you're going back to your why, what can you pick from what you're doing that could be of interest in the position of your brand? And also, if you don't have the interest, it's going to be kind of tough for you to know what solutions are needed just for those products since you don't have the same idea, same um, uh, you don't know as much as those who are actually using the products for itself. We, we've seen those brands that have just made up a brand. It sounds cool. We want to get into that area. We came up with this cool, totally cool uh, brand concept, but then they don't, you know, they have no interest in belonging to that target customer group at all. And that's that's just a real struggle for them, uh, knowing how to, to produce those uh, products for that target customer. And question number 10. It's, have you noticed a problem that you're trying to solve? What problem can you solve with your products and brand? And this is just, this is where it comes from. When you come up with your brand or your product, you find, as Anna mentioned, some itch that you can scratch. What do you notice that you see is an issue and you actually can solve real problems? And just saying that, you know, I want to address people, that's not really a, a problem that you're solving that makes you stand out. And also today, to solve a problem with your products is crucial because there's so many brands out there and you don't want to be yet another t-shirt brand. You need to, again, stand for something or improve someone's person's life in a way or their self-esteem or the way. I, it does not matter, but you need to have found some sort of a a problem that you can solve with your with your products because otherwise what are you going to talk about in your marketing are you going to be like yeah here's a t-shirt it's red it's got a cute print on the front yeah buy it it's 50 bucks that's not gonna sit you're not gonna sell stuff pitching like that so you need to be talking and that's how also how how people are connecting now to brands and how how people kind of want to want to want the product they are seeing and reading about the solution to the problem they have. Everything and your brand, it starts with you. It will reflect your values. So what are your personal experiences? What have you, what have you done in your life? What's something that's been extraordinary or what, what's happened in your life that's been maybe really tragic? or you've had personal experiences that have really shifted your perspective or that have shifted or completely like um, redirected your, your entire life. Think about that and see how can this be the start of your brand? How can this be the one of the reasons why you start your brand? And also how can you connect this to the story of your products and your brand?
And also your personal tastes, your preferences and your needs, they will guide you in everything you do. And this is are going to be, of course, most of the time are really, really connected with your brand's uh, values and with your brand's taste. Because of course, if you're, I'm taking the minimalistic example always, but it's so easy. Like if you're, let's say you have a Scandinavian minimalistic taste, you're only liking black and white or gray. Of course, you're not going to start a brand that's super crazy neon colors with crazy prints. Cause that's not you. You're not going to do that. So again, it's about you and you're, you're, maybe you're thinking, well, my brand, I want my brand to be bigger than me. Yes, it will be bigger than you eventually, but it starts with you. It starts with your values. It starts with your taste and your preferences. And it starts with your problems and with your solutions, with what you want to solve. So it, it always comes back to you. That's why it's so important. And we asked you all these questions in the beginning because it, you are the brand. You, you are, whether you want it or not, you are the brand or you will be the brand. And also you have to really, it's, it's, this is a good exercise, but look at your favorite brands. Why are you picking those brands? What do you like with them? What do you not like with the brands that you don't? What Let's say you know specific brands. I really hate that brand. Why do you hate them? Put that in print. Or the brands or the products. Look in the wardrobe. What? Why have you bought the products that you've bought? What have they given you? Is it the experience? Is it the product? Is it the fit? Is it the fabric? Is it the vibe or even the branding or the values that you share with that brand? So make that list and put it somewhere where you can see it because this is going to be very important for you when in all your communication, in all your marketing, in your brand story, everything you're doing is going to come back to these things on the list. So you're actually looking not just at your own garments and your own wardrobe. Look at everything you buy, your furniture, your car, your your stuff at home, and just think about why did you make those purchases and add those to the list, as Anna said, because mm -hmm. then it's going to clarify for you what your brand can be about. And again, think beyond the product itself. Think about the experience. Think about the entire... How it made you feel. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So question number 11, what are your values? What do you believe in? What do you stand for? And what are your non-negotiables? But this is really important to know. It ties back into the previous question when you create your brand and your products. Because as Anna said, this is going to be the, the foundation, the DNA that you bring into your brand. Because if you have certain values, it's going to be a mismatch if your brand is about something totally different. So what do you believe in? What's important for you that uh, that's also going to be important for your brand? And these are things, these questions, what are your non-negotiables? Is it a certain way you absolutely do not want to work with in? For example, if you come from the corporate, again, as an example, you come from the corporate game, the big corporations, and you see how those teams have been working and not working together. Maybe that's something that's important for you. I will never, ever work in that way or I will never be a boss or I will never treat my partners in that way. That might be something 
that's really, really important for you. Or, I mean, even for us, we tell, we did a live on this a uh, couple of, uh, was it a week ago or something? When it comes to packaging, maybe great packaging. I mean, we ordered stuff online, as you guys know that would people order online. And we got one of the packages was so shit. It was so crap. It was all beaten up. It was ugly. It was nothing to it. It was just the products placed inside. That was it. And then we got a second package. That was fantastic packaging. It was so nicely wrapped and it was all these extra stuff inside and it was so valuable the package just only the packaging maybe that's you're like i'm only gonna provide that for my customers or the service or the most amazing fit or your sustainability you'll be like i will only from now on whatever i do i'm gonna try to make the best choices possible so i hurt the planet as little as possible maybe that's your value it can be a bit honesty about transparency mm -hmm. you might have experienced really really poor customer service and been treated in a poor way so that might be something that you want to bring in this mm -hmm. is absolutely not how i want to run my business i want to be super transparent i want to treat my uh, customers in a certain way so that's something that i believe in and that i stand for i cannot stand for something else yeah i mean we know brand i mean it's like they want to put a smile on people's faces with whatever every single touch point they're like our brand is fun that's their that's their that's their main thing they want to be fun they want to make people smile they want to make people happy they want to the world is miserable so they just want to bring some happiness into the world that's fantastic i know of a brand and the founder he only his main purpose was to create the best customer service brand and then kind of by accident he he, he he sold clothes but basically he could have been in any industry because that was such a strong belief for him mm -hmm. that he wanted to have awesome customer service And then what are your passions and interests? What's your thing? Like for us, when we started Sinaya, our thing was activity, like outdoor stuff. We are very active in our, we run, we ski, we like hike, trek, whatever. We, whatever we do, we are, uh, it, it, the products that we buy and get, they need to, to work, they need to perform. So for us, it was crucial when we launched Sinaya that, you know, the fit was awesome. Uh, the materials were performance materials because that was our thing. We were outdoor people and still are. Like, what's your thing? What's your interest? Well, you mentioned biking earlier, or you might have babies and you're like, I cannot find proper babies, rum, baby rumpers that you can open them up easily with one hand. It, maybe that's your solution. We had it earlier about fitness. Yes, fitness. It's this is it, but it needs to. This is tied again to you. So again, like put it down. Maybe your passion is to bake bread, and you're like, I cannot find any gear or any products that are good or any like aprons or any products that you could wear in the kitchen that are great they're comfortable or that or you know make me want to make bread i don't know it can be whatever but again so look at yourself what's what are your passions what what's and it doesn't need to be uh anything like super crazy or super extravagant it can be something fairly fairly, how should I say, or maybe you're into 
to beautiful evening gowns that you really like them whenever you're on pinterest or instagram that's your thing you have all love for evening because evening gowns because you want to feel pretty you want to feel beautiful you want to feel special maybe that is going to be your thing so again these questions all will help you to figure out what product to launch with as anna said you can make a list or maybe your thing is to make a mind map mm -hmm. draw it out and it will become more clear to you what your brand would be about maybe it's posted on the wall or it can be a mood board on the wall mm -hmm. anything that just clarifies when you have it in front of you the answers many times it's just there in front of you all the time oh well this is clear mm -hmm. so question number 13 what are your hobbies or what do you spend a lot of time doing? What club or organizations do you belong to? Do you have any specialist interests that you want to build your business around? So these, these kind of questions are similar to the previous ones, but they give you a little bit different twist. So this is also it's about... It's more tangible. Yes. So what, what do you actually spend your spare time doing? What are, I mean, are you fishing all the time? Maybe that's an interest that you could uh, find a gap within and also i mean back into when we started our second brand for us it was a lot we can find play durable playwear and we are outside our kids are outside so that was the problem i mean that's not an organization that's not a club but it's i mean it was for picked the this the problem came from our everyday life and so it can be, even if you look deeper, a club or an organization or specific interest, of course, this is more specific because it ties into something you're actually doing, into something you've made a decision on and you're actually spending your time. It's nothing like dream or untouchable. You're actually doing that thing, which kind of is more, it, it says more about you. It's not like, Oh, I, that would be great. I would like to write a book one day. It's a big difference from I would like to write a book one day to actually having written a book or actually sitting writing the book and you're like 15 chapters in. And this can also be, we've been working with several brands that have tied their brand to their religious organizations yes. that they belong to. Yeah. And because they see how they can fit in their brand there and, and different sports activities. That that's really common. We even seen, you know, tie it back to the military and mm -hmm. giving back to veterans. So there are so many things. If you start looking at what is your life about, what do you do and what have you been doing, what what do you mm -hmm. are you interested in? It's gonna help you figure out your products. And also, from question number 14, what's something unique that only you can offer? And this question is more tied into, this is a, almost like a wrap-up question of all the questions that we've had until now. Literally, if you think about your brand and the brand's value and the product and everything included in your brand, if you think about it as a recipe. So you would pick, you would write the exact problem you're solving. You would write the exact product you would want to launch with. You would write the, how you want to treat your customer. You would write how you want the tone of voice to be. You would put the values and the beliefs and the non-negotiables. Everything is going to go into that recipe. And eventually you and your offer is going to be the meal that you're serving.
So when we say you, it's this, again, this ties back into you, into your tone of voice. How are you talking? What's your, what's your quirkiness, authentic you? It does not matter. You should not want to be yet another brand out there. No, because they already exist and the market is full with other brands that are struggling because they want to be like yet another brand. So they don't know who they are. So they're making no money. And that's why it's important that we put you into this and that we put the word unique into this because this is your own mash. And when you think about your values and the product and your, what, what you stand for and your, your taste and all that, that's that what's going to create your unique selling point and your unique product. And even if you bring out some, con uh, what do you say, uh, controversy, that's really good marketing-wise. If you can get, you know, half of your community to not like it and, you know, as many people that don't like it, you're going to get people talking. So marketing wise, it's really good if you stand out. So don't be afraid if you are a bit different. That's just a good thing. You're going to stand you out. You should be different. Yes. What's most important, especially now, is authenticity. So yes, do, do you, literally, do you in all aspects. Don't try to copy someone else's captions because that's not your tone of voice. You don't talk like that. You talk like you talk. And like you hear even, I mean, how, how Klaus and I, we talk differently. I like to swear and I like to kind of raise my voice and Klaus is more toned down. I'm it's so polite and nice guy. It, <laughs> but you, you are your most precious, how should I say, uh, possession. And without you and without you putting your, your unique twist to it, it's not going to be. And also remember, Man, no one knows better than you do. I mean, everyone has opinions and ideas and they're going to tell you this and that. You can do this. You can't do that. But in the end, no one knows better than you. You know what you want and yeah. you, you can do this without other people's approval. And if you don't know everything from the start, you can figure it out along the way. It's mm -hmm. about your, your, just, your mindset again, what you want to do. And, and then you can figure it out and you're going to do it. So wrapping up with a couple of key takeaways. And first of all, starting a brand is going to affect your life and lifestyle. You just need to make space for it. And you just need to prepare for it and plan for it. Also, you have to look objectively at yourself and your habits to see what needs changing and adapting. And also just to see when you, where you need help, where you need to bring in someone else, and also where you need to be like, this is me, this is what I'm going to put forward. And also what type of brand you will launch should come from you. Uh, again, your brand, that's going to be the meal that you serve and you and everything that's involved in your head, that's the recipe. So put it on a piece of paper, write it out, put it in on there or create the mood board because that is going to be what stands out in the marketplace. That was it for today. Take care, guys. See Have you. a great day or evening. Bye. Ciao.